You're listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast, episode number 37. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about what I see to be the fastest way to grow a following and an income on the internet right now, collaborations and partnerships, the how-to, the why, and where to find your dream affiliates and partners. Welcome to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy, and on this show, we talk about inspirational journeys in life and entrepreneurship. Through soulful conversations with inspiring guests, you're sure to get clear, get organized, get enlightened, and get moving on your dream business with the perfect blend of strategy and alchemy. to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy. Welcome back to this week's program. I'm very excited to talk about this topic because it's the topic that I'm training on in my Solid membership tomorrow as part of our monthly training. So each month in Solid, we run a topical training and usually I plan them well in advance. And this has been one that has been in the making for quite some time. And the reason that it has been is right now, over the last few months, I would have earned in excess of $20,000 in a few short months using this strategy. But also, I would have to say that by far, it has been the most time leveraging the easiest strategy that I could possibly apply to my business. And so I wanted to train my members, my solid members on this particular strategy. I know it's a very popular theme right now, right around the internet. And it's because it's really never been quite so hard to grow a following on the internet. It's as simple as that. It's never been this difficult to grow a following and grow a startup online coaching, healing, soulful consultancy business. And I'm all about making it easy for my members. I'm all about leveraging our time and also leveraging the people who are deeply aligned to us and to our ideal clients, because I think that that's really pertinent here, making sure that we're not only addressing our own needs, but also addressing our ideal clients' needs at the same time. And so because of that, I want to introduce you to this idea of going out into the world and finding collaborations and partnerships that feel deeply aligned uh, and uh, ultimately going to be of service to you, but also to your ideal clients. And, you know, the thing about this whole strategy is that it's very reciprocal. You know, as solopreneurs, we so often work in our own silos and many of us who have been in other industries really miss collaborating with other people on programs. I know it's one of the main things that I miss in my business is actually having that opportunity to collaborate and put my head together with other people and really go for it. But this is the other beautiful thing about collaborations and partnerships is you can still be in your own business, but you get to work with other people. You get to collaborate. You really get to find new ways to work and serve. So I hope that you find this helpful. So why is this so 
useful? Well, like I said initially, first of all, it's never been so hard to grow a following on social media. And that's largely because there's so much noise. And let's face it, these algorithms are changing faster than they've ever changed before. What we're finding, you know, on Instagram alone this year, there have been squillions of updates, literally squillions of updates. And with each and every update, it means that we're definitely needing to be dynamic, change up our strategy as you know, as these platforms change. Um, and I've got more to say about that. So stay tuned for that episode. But as these platforms grow and change, then we need to as well. So that's one thing. But the other thing is, you know, it just makes sense. Like, why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we want to find aligned people and get our people in front of them and their people in front of us? It just makes perfect sense. And so that is my mission today. That is what I want to talk to you about. So quite simply, the fact that somebody already knows, likes and trusts a person is going to mean that when they recommend you as their person, that that is going to carry some serious weight. So if somebody puts you in front of their audience, instantly you have credibility. Whereas when you are going out on the internet and building a following from the very, very, very beginning, you are doing a lot of legwork in you know allowing people to get to know who you are, to get to like you and ultimately trust you. But when somebody that they already know, like, and trust puts you in front of their audience, instantly you have credibility. And a lot of that legwork is taken out of it for you. So I want to really encourage you to think about this because it's definitely such a great way to go. And as I say, it has really afforded me um, quite a considerable amount of money in a small amount of time. You know, I see authentic collaborations and partnerships as absolutely the best way forward. So what do I mean in saying collaborations and partnerships? How does that actually look inside your business? So what I'm talking about is things like being a guest on someone's podcast. Now, you might be thinking, I don't have a podcast. I don't want a podcast. Next. (laughs) If that's you, then just take a breath because you know, the amazing podcast coach and strategist, Nikki O'Brien, who has been a guest on this show. If you haven't heard that episode, please go and listen to it. I think it's about episode number 15. It's somewhere around there, but go and have a listen to that. Maybe 16 or 17. Go and have a listen to that episode because even she says in that episode that actually you don't have to have a podcast to necessarily get leverage and be a guest on other people's podcasts. It's not always tit for tat. So in fact, often when you don't have a podcast, podcasters actually really like that because it means that your audience is going to instantly, you know, be a listener of that other podcast rather than, you know, a loyal listener to their podcast. So if, if you don't have a podcast, don't worry, it doesn't have to be reciprocal, but reaching out and collaborating by being on people's podcasts is definitely a great way to go. Similarly, 
live streaming, live streamed interviews on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube um, is another great way. I mean, even um, I can't even think of the name of that platform that seemed to last for like a whole five minutes. Um, but, you know, there's other platforms that you could perhaps you know, do live streams in with other people that might just be audio, um, not necessarily video as well. But live stream interviews, same sort of thing. Um, another one that's very popular, and I have to say this has a, a, been a really great one for me, is being a guest trainer in other people's online programs and memberships. So me going into their memberships, um, teaching a signature thing that I talk about, or a signature training that I have, delivering that to their audience and then at the end being given the opportunity to invite them to come and follow me, come into any of my programs, um, opt into any of my freebies and hence my audience has grown as a result of that. So I highly recommend being a guest trainer in online programs and memberships. Now there's two things there. Sometimes it might be for free um, and as I say, that's in exchange for being able to be pitched, um, to pitch your, you know, to pitch your programs. Also, um, the other the other thing is actually coming in and having people uh, like speaking and presenting in people's paid programs and memberships as a paid trainer. Okay. So I've done both. I've been trained as a, I've been paid as a trainer and I've also done trainings for free. And similarly in my membership, that often works the same way. So, you know, there are some people who have come in that, you know, they've said, look, it's not really worth my while to do this for nothing. Um, you know, would you, would you like to pay? These are my rates. And if that feels good, of course I will pay them. Um, however, I have found that largely most people say, no, I'd love to come in and meet your audience and present my stuff and, you know, and do that of no charge. However, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to do that all the time, right? It might just be an opportunity where you can, um, you know, where you can present, make it a one-off and um, and get paid or do it as a freebie and look at the opportunity to grow your audience. Now, the other thing about that is another thing that you could do is if you are a guest trainer in someone's program or membership and you are about to launch or you are launching a program of your own off, you know, at some point in the near future, you may offer the facilitator or coach in that container who's invited you into their program or paid membership an affiliate fee to give their audience. So that's something that I have used Um I've used that actually with a free Facebook group, but let me just say, like, I want to say something about free Facebook groups and I'll get to that a little bit more in a moment, but you know, there's free Facebook groups and there's free Facebook groups. So be very, very discerning around choosing which free Facebook groups that you would go in. And the ones that I have gone in that I would recommend would be um, Ashley Thomas's Startup Virtual Assistant Australia community. Um, it's a fantastic Facebook group. Another one um, that I've presented in and around in, in her programs is, of course, Stacey Marie, um, Fully Express Entrepreneurs, although she has just archived that group at, at the time of recording this podcast. So that group isn't something that's live and current at the moment, however it may be in the future. 
So the reason that I share that with you is because, you know, being a presenter in those programs, I know that, you know, there has been opportunities where I've presented in those free Facebook groups and off the back of that, here's the affiliate link. Would you like to, you know, share this with your audience and anybody who comes into that program through that affiliate link, they then received a payment from me for that referral and for that new contact. So that is also something that I would recommend. Um, Public speaking engagements are also a really great way to gain new audience, get in front of new people. Um, So, you know, looking for those perhaps in your local area, if you have a physical business, so perhaps you're a healer and you have a studio um, or a clinic, or perhaps you work one or a few days a week out of another clinic, then definitely having local public speaking engagements for business networking events or parent groups or in schools, those sorts of public speaking engagements can be really, really helpful in growing your audience. Um, So, you know, if you're a um, a matrescence educator or a parenting mentor, then perhaps you might talk to um, parents in local schools about what you do. You know, you might talk to PNCs and ask them if you can get in front of their parents and so on and so forth. Um, Similarly, guest writing is another great way. So uh, although that's not necessarily speaking, but perhaps you could write articles. Maybe it might be for, you know, um, for your child's school newsletter, perhaps. Um, You know, these days, newsletters and things are mostly digital. So it's a great way to be able to put that in there. Maybe you might be a guest writer on someone's email list. Um, You could write a little blog that you might get someone who has a similar following to share the blog link. So maybe you own the blog, but you know, you share the blog with people who you have collaborated or partnerships with, or, you know, I want to say just industry colleagues, you know, I call them colleagues. I know we don't officially work together, but There's definitely people in my world that I really see as colleagues because we often support the same clients. And so, you know, that's a really beautiful thing. See how you can work with them to, um, you know, to perhaps get them to share a blog that might be of service to their audience. And then that's an opportunity where you can offer to reciprocate and do the same for them. And like I mentioned before, also, you know, don't forget affiliate programs. So even if you haven't presented in someone's program, if there's the opportunity there where you can, you know, say to people, hey, like you've got people in your audience who would really benefit from this thing that I'm selling right now. If you, you know, if you would like to share this with your audience, then, you know, here's a percentage that I can offer back to you. So that would be something else you can do. Now, I guess you're wondering next is how do these actually start? Like, how do you get to a point where you can reach out to people and say, hey, like, you know, what's the awkwardness around how this might start? Now, I'll be straight up. And I did say that, you know, I would talk about free about Facebook groups. Here's the thing. Here's where I didn't find the most of them. In fact, I didn't find any of them. I didn't find any of the collaborations and partnerships that I have leveraged in free Facebook groups. That's the truth. I've not found any of them in free Facebook groups. 
all of the collaborations and partnerships that I have been able to harness, including affiliates that I like people who I've been an affiliate for, as well as had as my affiliates, I have found through paid programs and memberships. I didn't find them in free Facebook groups. I found them in paid programs and paid memberships. And I think there's something to be said for that because those people were also invested at a similar level to me uh, in wanting to invest in their business, in their future, in their development. And so that has been the place by and large that I have found, you know, the most um, valuable connections for my business. And I would encourage you to, you know, to consider which paid memberships and programs that you're in that might have you finding aligned people that you could collaborate with. Now, how did it go from there? So I met them in those groups. What happened next? Here's the thing. Relationship building, genuine connection, authentic building of relationships had to take place before it was a case of, hey, do you want to? Much like dating, right? It's just the same thing. It's getting to really know those people, you know, working out whether we're a good fit and how we can complement each other. And then, you know, deciding, hey, do I do I want to enter into this partnership or collaboration? You know, is there trust there? Is there value there? Is it is there more than most importantly, above all else, is there alignment there? And, you know, I I have to be honest, for the most part, at the points in time that I've gone down this path, there has been alignment at that point in time. There has also been times where I was like, actually, I don't want to recommend this program anymore because I actually don't think that it's, you know, it's best practice or I don't actually think that it's delivering what I think it should deliver. And so I backed out of affiliate programs that I just didn't think were delivering. And I would encourage you to do that too. There's no doubt that I could have been continuing to make money from affiliate programs that I've been in, but I backed out of them when I thought, hang on a minute, this isn't delivering what it was delivering before. It doesn't feel in alignment to me. And so, you know, I got out of there. So through building those genuine connections and also, you know, that like having that common interest and that common goal definitely helped in knowing whether we were a good fit or not. And as the relationships naturally flourished and we could see that there was a benefit for both of us or at least also for our clientele, um, then it just sort of made sense to go that next step. Now, sometimes those collaborations and partnerships actually started with cross-referrals. So we would naturally be referring to you know each other we'd be tagging each other in free Facebook groups you know when we would see somebody looking for something we would tag each other in free Facebook groups um and you know we might have um you know sort of ventured on some just some you know like free sort of partnerships on projects before we went to that level where it was a paid partnership now I will also say um you know, there's a partnership that I have at the moment or a collaboration that I have at the moment that is going to be in 2023. Um, It's an amazing partnership and I'm so excited about it. And it actually came about because I had sat and watched. I had 
you know, seen who came into my world and what they needed and what they had when they arrived in my space and what they didn't have. And I could see that there was a hole that I was able to fill. And so I authentically, you know, wrote an email that was, you know, very in alignment, very authentic, very in touch with what was actually going on. And I wrote an email and I reached out to that person and I said, hey, you know, this is, this is what I've seen. This is what I do. And, you know, we share some of the same clients. If there's an opportunity for me to present in, in your paid group, I would, you know, I'd be honored. Um, as it turns out, that partnership has gone a lot further than what I even anticipated in the, in the most exciting of ways. And that came through my reach out. Now, I'm a projector in human design. I know I talk about that a lot, um, but that often means that my strategy is to wait for the invitation, not usually reach out. However, you know, that I, if I'd have never reached out, the likely chance of this person actually hearing about what I do uh, probably would have been much longer down the track. And it, just happened to be perfect timing with the universe. There were some things changing and it was the perfect time to, um, for both of us to strike up that collaboration. So I really encourage you to also consider who you might reach out to. But here's the thing. Uh, I have someone, I have had someone uh, more recently reach out to me for a collaboration um, on some paid podcasting app thing. And I got this email, was kind of random saying, oh, I love what you do. And, you know, I'd love to to make a, a time to book. And and I, I reached back out and I said, wow, thank you. I, I you know, I love, I, thank you for reaching out. I love that you love what I do. What was it about what I do that resonated? And anyway, I kind of got this sort of fluffy answer back and we jumped on a call and one of the first questions that this person asked me is how big was my email list and how big was my audience? And I thought, well, if you've been following along and you've done your research, then you'd know the size of my audience. And actually, if I'm bringing value to your audience, why would you even care about the size of my email list? except for your own interest. And, you know, and I sort of said, well, hang on a minute, you, you actually asked me on here and told me what a benefit it would be for me to collaborate with you. So maybe you should be selling yourself to me. Um, so, you know, I guess that's an example of what I wouldn't do. Um, during that conversation, we both agreed that there was a misalignment there. Um, and then I've since received another email reach out to say, hey, I haven't heard back. Do you want to jump on a call? Uh, that's definitely what not to do. So it's really obvious that there's, um, you know, some VA sort of, you know, outsourcing of work there that there's, you know, there's a real chink in the chain. But um there's like just pure inauthenticity there for me. You know, it was inauthentic from the very reach out because the person didn't actually say what it was about my work that resonated um, and didn't even tell me about what it is that they do. So I went to the call kind of curious, you know, I wanted to say, yeah, well, well, what is this about? Like, I'm interested. I'm, I, you know, I don't say no to things that I don't say I don't say no to things that I don't know what I'm saying no to. And, you know, I mean, 
because I don't do that, that's the reason I'm part owner in a brewery because, you know, our friends were saying, hey, we've got this thing going on. And I was like, no. But if I hadn't have actually really gone back and said, hang on, we could be saying no. We don't know what we're saying no to. Um, And then when we actually found out what we were thinking we were saying no to, it wasn't the case at all. It was something completely different. And so I do have that approach in my business. I have that approach in my life. It's like I lean in and I'm curious to find out what the details are, but the details weren't forthcoming. And then I was under interrogation about the size of my audience and what I could do for her. Um, And I was like, well, that, you know, that doesn't feel in alignment because actually you reached out to me. Um, So I'm here to find out what you're doing because you told me how good it would be for my business to collaborate with you. So I guess that's just a little insight into, you know, when you're reaching out, really make sure that it's authentic because that was a really, you know, I mean, even the way that um, that person on, on the call chose to tell me, she said, oh, I don't think you're, this is not aligned. As soon as I told her the size of my email, she freaked out and said, oh, I don't think that, I don't, I don't think this is in alignment. And it was sort of like, really? Uh, You know, I just, for the life of me, um, was left scratching my head. And I don't want anybody that you might reach out to, to do the same thing. Um, But I guess, you know, when you are doing a reach out, make sure you've done your research on, you know, what it is that you're seeking and how you can fill a gap in, you know, in what that person does. So you don't want to be in competition with what they do. You want to be complementary to what they do and expand the experience for their audience. Um, but also for them, maybe fill a gap that is something that doesn't light them up. So, um, you know, a perfect example is I am a Wix icon. And whilst I still do build the occasional website through usually through word of mouth referrals these days, I wanted to pass on my knowledge of um, how to build Wix websites, but I didn't want to build a virtual assistant audience primarily because they're not my ideal coaching clients. And so I went to Ashley Thomas and I said, I've got this program. I would love to get this in front of virtual assistants. The reason that she said yes, and one of the reasons that I reached out is because I know that she doesn't teach websites in her program. But I also know that a lot of virtual assistants are looking for a virtual assistant program that talks about creating websites. So it was a natural and good fit for her business as well as for me because I didn't want to grow my business in that direction. And so she became affiliate of that program and I leveraged her audience to have people come into that program. So, you know, it has to be authentic. Make sure when you're doing your reach outs that they're authentic, that they're absolutely clear for the person about what you want to discuss and, you know, Rather than doing it all over via email, you know, I really recommend or in the DMs, I really recommend seeing if you can get on a call with somebody and and talk about the details and how it would work for both parties. So that's um, what I would recommend of what to do and what not to do there. 
Uh, I hope that that's been helpful. I honestly can't stress enough how valuable this is. I will also say don't underestimate the power of Instagram um, and social platforms to for you know for you to find your soulmate partnerships and collaborations. However, as I say, the main ones that I have found over the years has definitely been those that I've found in paid programs and memberships. So, um, you know, here's the thing, like they say that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with and, you know, that the company that you keep influences you. So choose wisely, choose company that is you know, really going to help move you forward in your business, in your life, um, and also really enrich the quality of experience for yourself in your business, in being able to collaborate with other people, which always feels really nice, but also for your audience, because I think that that's really important is, you know, putting other people in front of your audience to, you know, so they want to hang around because heck, I'm sure that um, if I was just delivering stuff on my own all the time that my audience would eventually get bored and go, thanks, I'm uh, I'm going elsewhere. But by bringing, you know, people who I know are in alignment, it just creates a beautiful circle of community. And on that note, I am going to give a shameless plug. My Solid membership, if you are a coach, healer or soulful consultant, has an incredible group of women in there who you know, provide you with an opportunity to collaborate. And here's the thing. This is one of the reasons that I keep my membership fairly well niched and I don't want it to blow out because I don't want builders in there. I don't want e-commerce business owners in there. I want people who are coaches, healers and soulful consultants in the parenting, birthing, matrescence space um, in particular, doula services, you know, all of those sorts of things, um, simply because the women in that space can then collaborate and support one another. And that is one of the reasons why my membership is actually very exclusively within that niche. So if you are in that niche and you are looking for a community, perhaps um, your business is a little bit further down the track, but you do want to plug into a community, my solid membership, Solid Business for Soul-Led Women is the perfect place to be able to do that. And at the time of recording this, um, you can get in there for as little as $222 a month with a six-month commitment and grow your connections in your space. So I highly recommend uh, my solid membership for helping you establish genuine, authentic partnerships and collaborations if you're in that space. That's all I've got for this week. I encourage you, in fact, I challenge you in the next week, who can you reach out to and collaborate with or form a partnership with? Who can you interview? Who can you have on your Instagram to interview? Who can you get in front of their audience, okay? Whose who's programs could you be in? Whose podcast can you be in? I dare you, I challenge you to reach out, make it part of your mission this week to grow those partnerships and collaboration. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy. Jump on over to find me on the web at SharonJoyCoaching.com. 
episode has been proudly brought to you by my Solid membership, Solid Business for Soul-Led Women. Check it out now on the web at SharonJoyCoaching.com.